0: Hey, Leading Moms, it's great to be with you again for episode 51 of the Moms That Lead podcast. My family and I just returned from an epic road trip in the sprinter van that we converted last spring. The four of us, plus two dogs, traveled 7,000 miles, drove for 90 hours, and visited six national parks, and basically lived together in 70 square feet. And guess what? We're still talking to each other. I'm sure as I reflect on the trip, there will be many more lessons and observations that pop up. But here are a few that I have so far. First, I was in awe of the beautiful diversity of landforms and biomes and cultures that exist in our country. Seeing towering snow and tree-covered mountains and beautifully colored deserts all in one day left me feeling grateful and inspired. Second, although I've heard about the labor shortage in the news, it was striking that in almost every small town we ventured into, we saw signs on doors of almost every small business saying that they were hiring or that they had to reduce their services due to a lack of employees. Third, I came to realize that despite all that I talk about on this podcast, I had begun to operate in a way that I was basing my feelings of success each day on the number of tasks that I had completed, instead of focusing on the meaning or impact of those tasks. And, as evidenced in a comparison of the photos we took at the beginning and at the end of the trip, that wasn't good for my mood, mental health, or ability to be the mom and wife that I'd like to be. It's those last two points that we're going to focus on today. But first... Let me introduce myself and the Moms That Lead movement. Are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers, and that leadership is not about position. But instead, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever and I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. Okay, so what do the now hiring signs and my realization that I was getting caught defining my success on the hamster wheel of task completion have to do with each other? Well, while we're not going to venture into the political views about what is causing so many businesses to have trouble hiring employees, I do want to say two things. First, I don't really trust any explanations that don't recognize the complexity of the issue and insist on boiling the issue down to one cause. Second, I agree with many articles on the topic that state that one of the causes of the difficult hiring environment is that the pandemic and associated shutdown have led many people to seek more meaningful work. In fact, even before the pandemic, and even if you're not in the workforce, we all have craved and continue to crave emotional connection to the tasks we spend our time on each day. We all want meaningful work. But what does that really mean? And is there enough to go around? If we're all seeking meaningful work, Does that mean that some of the industries that are struggling the most to find workers right now, like hospitality and transportation, will never find workers? And what can we do as leaders of ourselves and of others to help those we lead find meaning in the work they do? Let's start with the first question. What is meaningful work and where can you find it? Well, I mentioned the emotional connection to what you're doing, but what leads to that? Okay, if you've listened to our early episodes, you probably know what I'm going to say. It starts with knowing your purpose. And as I mentioned way back in episode four, I am not talking about a fluffy pie-in-the-sky buzzword that means nothing. I'm talking about purpose as the concrete combination of your strengths, your passions, and your values. I encourage you to listen or re-listen to episode four if you feel stuck with that. And if you're looking to work through those questions, we offer both a mini course and one-on-one coaching. And you know what? Given the times, I'm going to make that mini course free again. If you want to access that Reset with Purpose mini course, go to momsthatlead.com forward slash reset. And if you're interested in learning more about one-on-one coaching, send me a DM on Instagram at wearemomsthatlead or an email at terry.com. That's T E R I at momsthatlead.com. In fact, I have to tell you that even as recently as this morning, I had to take myself through the questions that we present in the mini course. You see, I was starting to feel like I was losing that vacation piece. You know, when you feel like you're realigned to what's important in life and that there is no reason to get stressed about tasks or your to do list, it's such a great feeling. But I felt like I was losing it. So I went for a run. And as I was walking a bit to cool down, I thought back over the work I did to identify my strengths, passion, and values. And using the same questions that we provide in our Reset with Purpose mini course, I was able to refocus my view of work and life success for the day on my purpose, which is helping others to gain clarity on their unique gifts and the confidence that helps them to do more than they think they are capable of. That five-minute internal reflection helped me reprioritize my day and view tasks as opportunities to exercise that purpose. The thing is, it wasn't just tasks related to moms that lead or to the nonprofit Stronger to Serve that I lead. Of course, the missions of those organizations make it much easier to link tasks into this purpose, but it was also about the tasks outside of that work. Like, for example, driving kids to their activities. How could I use those conversations to help my kids discover their gifts and gain confidence to share them with others? Which gets us to the second question. Is there enough, quote, meaningful work to go around? A Pew survey in January found that 66% of unemployed people have seriously considered changing occupations. And that is common to those at every income level not just to the privileged high earners there are numerous stories of people looking for more meaningful or impactful work so is there enough to go around i'd like to argue yes i argue that because i think if you have clarity on your purpose any job can be made into meaningful work i reshared on an earlier episode about how one woman was always joyful when shuttling her kids around to different practices. Her husband was perplexed by this joy until she showed him her calendar. Instead of writing in it, Drive Johnny to Practice, she had titled the calendar entry, Developing a Man. Clearly, she was tying her everyday tasks to her purpose. Heck, even a window washer who has the purpose of creating enjoyable experiences can tie the monotonous work that he does each day into the experiences that he's enabling by creating clear views of the beauty of the surrounding areas for people. The key is that you first have to know and continually remind yourself, like I did this morning, your purpose. Only then can you start to build an emotional connection to what may seem like mundane tasks. As leaders, it's critical that we also have an understanding of those we lead and what they feel their purpose is. Not only does that help us to assign tasks and projects that will keep them engaged, it helps us to better guide their development and ensure their growth. The last year and a half has led us all to question norms, including how we spend our time. The need for an emotional connection to work is not new, but the novel situations and emotions that we experienced during this crisis, more time at home with the kids, fear for our family's safety, Recognition that life is short? All of those have likely heightened almost everyone's desire to make an impact each day. How are you, as a leader, helping to show the people you lead that they are doing just that? Now, of course, there are times when it is better to pivot, to take on new work, or change your situation so that your work aligns with your purpose. Sometimes you're forced into those pivots but from a serial meaning seeker who has likely prematurely made pivots that have caused pain for those around her. I encourage you to take the following steps before making the decision to leave your current role or situation. You can also use these to help coach someone you lead through a potential change. The first step. Yes, you probably guessed it by now. Gain clarity on your purpose. Find a way to do that, whether it's through the resources that we offer or through another resource that you find somewhere else. Second step, consciously spend at least a week trying to reframe your current tasks in light of that purpose. What potential do you have in those current tasks to execute on your purpose? Third step, reflect on, and if you're a person of faith, pray about the pain points that are causing you to want to make the change. Are they temporary or permanent? Is there a way to lessen the pain with your renewed understanding of your purpose? And fourth step, a very important one, have honest conversations with those around you about if the time is right for them for you to make this change. And finally, back to my other learning from our long road trip. When reflecting on your success during any particular day, try to shift from what we in the measurement world would call activity metrics to more impact metrics. In other words, reflect not just on how many tasks you crossed off your to-do list, but more importantly, how you executed on your purpose with each opportunity. I've found that when I do this, my stress levels drop and I feel more fulfilled and excited to tackle another day. So is there enough meaningful work to go around? Yes. Meaningful work exists everywhere and in almost every task, but you have to do the work to be able to find it. Again, I'd be happy to work with you together on that to gain the clarity that's the key to unlocking this meaning. If you want to access our Reset With Purpose mini-course, which we're offering for free again for a limited time, the link to get access to that is momsthatlead.com forward slash reset. If you're interested in learning about our one-on-one coaching options, I'd love to talk to you. Send me a DM at Lead on Instagram or an email to terry at momsthatlead.com and I can send you over our options. And stay tuned for our upcoming Back to School series on how you can make the most of the last five months of 2021. And as always, until next time, lead with love.